Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Thursday, Sharp Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. That means we go straight to the DraftKings trading floor with our buddy Brendan White, a welcomed addition to the show this football season. DraftKings U.S. trading team lead at Brennan White 14 on Twitter. He knows I love him because I love the notes, so let's dive right into him. Welcome, Brennan, and we're talking Thursday night football. You know, it's interesting. I want to hear where you open side and total and where the action is. But right now you're showing 37, which is a key number when it comes to totals betting. I wonder if we even dip lower with the Titans at the Steelers. Yeah, this is uh, an ugly game. Um, Obviously, we've got a banged up picket and Levis making his second career start. I think we should expect some regression here for Levis uh, on the road, short week against a good defense. You know, stats were pretty good last week, but mechanically, I think there were some concerns. We opened this game at three when we're still at three. Uh, the total was 37 and a half. We're down to 37. We did actually drop down to 36 and a half about half an hour ago and saw some buyback from our sharper betters. So we'll probably close around that key number of 37. It's been an interesting week with this game because normally primetime games, people like to bet overs, touchdowns, uh, you know, things to be exciting. And that is not the case at all. We've seen continued one-way action on the under, uh, no touchdown scored, and both defenses to score are two biggest props with liability. So, you know, we're looking at a game where, for once, the book is going to be rooting for touchdowns. Brennan, let's go to the polar opposite end of that. We've got the Chiefs taking on the Dolphins in Frankfurt on Sunday here. This should be a high-scoring game. Where's the action coming in for you guys, and what are you going to potentially need in this one? Yeah, the action here is pretty clearly one-sided. The fans are rooting for overs, and they like the Chiefs. Uh, I think we'll see lots of bets on the Chiefs unless, for some reason, that game does get to the key number of three. As an NFL fan, I'm really looking forward to this game. It's two great teams, explosive offenses. They get to sort of showcase the NFL in Germany, in Frankfurt for the first time. Uh, I hope the game lives up to the hype. But from a bookmaker's perspective, um, you know, we're rooting for unders, we're rooting for the key players, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, the quarterbacks to, you know, not get to their overs. Uh, it's one of those games where we'll have a pretty large decision one way or the other. 
Well, the good news, Brennan, is as an NFL fan, you can watch the Dolphins Chiefs in the morning and then settle in and get prepared for the Giants Raiders later in the afternoon, because that's exciting <laughs> as well. And you mentioned in your notes, we should probably talk about some of these quarterbacks taking the field this Sunday. Clayton Toon, Heineke, Hall, Rippon, O'Connell. Uh, Let's start with that game, though. The Giants at the Raiders. And, you know, there's always an emotional bump. Season betters know that when you've got the interim, at least for that first game, there's going to be some energy. How do you handle setting a number for the Giants and Raiders? Yeah, this is an interesting game for sure. Obviously, the Raiders have just cleaned house and Aiden O'Connell's been named the starter. I'm sure Devontae Adams is happy. Uh, you know, he <laughs> he certainly was not happy after... Garoppolo's performance last week. It's an interesting spot for us because like you said, there is some historical evidence of there being a bump for teams in this spot, but it's really hard to quantify. It's a small sample size. And then the other side, we've got the giants who also have looked abysmal, Uh, you know, DeVito coming in last week and having more rushing touchdowns than pass completions was a new one for us. So I think, you know, Daniel Jones back, we're not sure how healthy he's going to be. Aiden O'Connell kind of hasn't looked great, but is a little unproven. We kind of just see this game as a toss up and we're letting the money take us kind of one way or the other around pick them right now. I think because of that sort of spot for the Raiders, we've seen more money on them. So we currently have them at minus one and a half. It'll be interesting to see if there's any movement uh, around, you know, maybe the giants get favored at some point this week before that game kicks off. Brennan, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but Patrick and I were talking earlier. We thought about quarterbacks that we didn't think belonged in the league. Uh, Aiden O'Connell was kind of on that list for us. He had uh, Ian Book as his surprise, like, what is this guy doing on a roster? Jim Sorge was my guy from Wisconsin. Anybody that you've looked at over the years and you go, how did that guy sneak onto an NFL roster when he couldn't play in college? Yeah, you know, that's, that's an interesting one. Um, Aiden O'Connell, I think, has you know, probably proven that he's a viable backup after his performance last week. I think the veto on the giants might be my guy. That was yeah. pretty ugly. And granted, you know, their offense isn't very good and they played the jets who have a decent defense, but boy, oh boy, every time they got the ball, it was, we were pretty confident they weren't even going to get a first down. So I think after that performance, I'd be surprised if he was in the league next year. Brennan White, straight from the trading floor, U.S. team lead, DraftKings here on Thursday on Sharp Money. Get to know our bookmaker a little bit. Have we ever asked you your teams, Brennan? Who do you pull for, college and pro? (laughs) Yeah, so this is a fun one. Um, College, at least, is pretty straightforward. I'm a Mizzou alum, so I'm a Mizzou fan, and I'm happy to see the season that they're having this year, at least in football. A little disappointed they couldn't get it done against LSU, but looking forward to the game against Georgia this week. Uh, professionally is a whole different story. So my family's all from Wisconsin and I grew up in Minnesota and the rule in our house was you don't have to root for Wisconsin teams because you'll get picked on at school, but you cannot root for Minnesota teams. So I was sort of left on my own to find my own teams. And as a young kid, um, I ended up sort of gravitating towards teams that had blue in their logos because that was my favorite color. So my four favorite teams are the Blue Jackets, who were an expansion team the year I started following hockey. The Panthers, who are an expansion team the year I started following NFL. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, who moved when I got really into the NBA from Vancouver 
and then the Los Angeles Dodgers because my parents would let me stay up late to listen to Vince Gully call their games. <laughs> it's true. The Blue Jackets is a wild <laughs> one. That is that's hilarious. Yeah. I, I like how that kind of all came together. And if I could just follow up quickly, then Missouri, you mentioned nice little season being put together there at Georgia this weekend. Where'd you open it? Where are you sitting with Georgia laying it? And do you have a do you have a lean? Yeah, you know, I think this is an interesting situation. Georgia really hasn't gotten the same respect this year that they have in years past, but they have this historical tendency to step it up in the second half of the year. And with Bowers out, I thought maybe their offense would struggle a little more last week, and and they they got the job done, and it didn't look all that difficult for them. You know, as a Mizzou fan, I see a way where they could win this game, but I'm more confident they might be able to cover the 15. I think as long as that number stays above the two-touchdown threshold, they're, they're going to be live just because their offenses look really good this year, and I think they can score with them. But, you know, it is hard to see Georgia losing at home to a Mizzou defense who has at times looked abysmal, uh, you know, giving up more than 40 points on multiple occasions, especially that LSU game where they couldn't, have a, they couldn't stop them in the second half. I think my lean would probably be Mizzou to cover the 15, um, but I might be a little biased there as well. Hey, guys, Mizzou almost pulled off one of the great upsets in college football history all time in Como against Nebraska in 97. So maybe something will change here this Saturday between the hedges. Speaking of college football, Brennan, let's look at Ohio State right now. They're ranked number one. You guys have been seeing some increased action on them. But the one thing that intrigues me, people can't quit the Colorado Buffaloes. They're up in uh, Corvallis this weekend taking on Oregon State, uh, catching, I believe, about 12 to 13 points in this one. Are you guys still taking Buffalo's money? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, even at four and four, this is still the team that the public likes to bet on the most. And this week as a, as a 13 and a half point dog plus four ten on the money line, we have seen nonstop one way action on them to both win and cover this game. It's our biggest liability of the week. It tends to be our biggest liability every week they play and playing a ranked team in a sort of prime time nighttime slot is only, you know, expanding our, our liability as the day goes on. So I, I think that, you know, they're always live. They have an explosive offense. They have talent, but they just can't seem to put four full quarters together against talented teams. And eventually, you know, their, their weaker defense does get exposed. So would be surprised if they won, but the betters would be very happy if they could pull it off. We only got five games, Brennan, World Series-wise. How did it turn out for the book? Obviously, we saw the record low viewing numbers as far as television were they betting them there at DraftKings as far as the world series yeah you know i think a couple weeks ago we mentioned that that interest might be down for this series just given the teams that were involved and that did turn out to be the case um futures wise it ended up being a good result for us we had a great mlb season overall but the world series itself was a little disappointing Obviously, um, you know, pre-match, the interest wasn't there as much as it normally would be. But live, even, they competed against kind of other major events quite often. And with a number of games being blowouts or not competitive as we got to the later innings, we just didn't see the same interest we would expect for a World Series. Brennan, College Hoop starts coming up next week. Uh, Zach Eadie's the favorite to win the Wooden Award. But I got to throw a name out there for you. Just get your thoughts on it quickly. Hunter Dickinson, who transferred from Michigan to Kansas, I think he's going to be an absolute force for uh, Bill Self in this team. How do you see KU, who's the betting favorite at 10-1? to 1? Yeah, I actually absolutely agree. I've been a huge Hunter Dickinson fan since he was at Michigan. Uh, you know, him deciding to return for multiple years, I think will ultimately be good for him. I don't think he's a great NBA prospect. He is a guy who could absolutely 
you know, turn that team into a, not just a contender, but a favorite right now, we have them as the favorite at 10 to one. I think we see them in the same tier as, as Duke and Purdue with Edie, but they could definitely separate themselves if, if he ends up being a major piece for that team. As far as kind of the futures go, Kentucky is actually our biggest liability. Obviously they're a very public team, but they do have quite the roster. Uh, obviously they have no problem recruiting talent, but it is one of those situations where, you know, early in the season, you might see them struggle as that roster tries to mesh. And then later in the year, if they can pull it together, they'll be a force to be reckoned with. Brennan White, U.S. trading team lead, DraftKings, at Brennan White 14 on Twitter. We love Thursdays with Brennan. Thank you, Brennan, and good luck tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Okay. There he goes. We always joke, but the notes are tremendous. He had a lot going on. He did say at the end, Harden probably the main NBA story. Also, they've got the NASCAR championship this weekend. So they've got plenty as the sports equinox rolls on. It's a busy time on the calendar, no doubt. But we talked about the Dolphins and Chiefs playing in Germany. The players are bitter. The Chiefs are bitter because they lose a home game. But also a very interesting travel scenario. When we come back, let's talk about how, you know, the diversive way that these two teams handled travel on their way to Frankfurt. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
There's no better time of the year to be a sports better. And with all the new sports Equinox games and everything kind of colliding at once, we've got a great special. It's called the Sports Equinox Special. For 120 bucks, you get everything. The daily best bets, unlimited access to our betting splits, plus all of our exclusive betting content for... Obviously, the Major League Baseball playoffs, which just concluded, but college football, the rest of the NFL season, March Madness, the NBA, NHL regular seasons, and the NFL draft. Don't miss out on anything. Limited time offer, 120 bucks. vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, I'm going to get into, and Dustin touched on it a little bit yesterday, uh, the diverse ways that the Chiefs and Dolphins chose to travel to Germany. I have some more details as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher. Donkey to donk Dustin during the break said, you know, I've seen my fair share of bad Thursday night slates in my years of watching the NFL. But I got to tell you, fellas, this year has been even worse than normal. You're welcome. So thank you. Why don't we go through and we'll and we'll grade the games. We'll see if they really happen that bad. You've got the Steelers and Titans tonight. The Titans obviously traveling to Pittsburgh. But give me up until now, give me the Thursday night games and we'll see if you're right. Your recollection is right, big guy. All right, we'll include week one. Week one was your Lions and the Chiefs. Yeah, it's a great game. We would all agree. No. Yeah, I, the only thing I'll say on that one is we're going to get you always get the Super Bowl champion, so you're going to have a pretty compu- uh, competitive opponent in Week One. Yeah. Okay, but your theory is struggling thus far, big guy. Go ahead. All right. Well, Week Two, you had uh, the Vikings at the Eagles. That that based on what we knew last year, so early in the year, that's a great game. Two good offenses. Come on now. Yeah, I might be wrong here. I just I just well, remember Jacksonville and New Orleans. <laughs> That's what stands out to me. Minnesota, Philadelphia, just coming into the season. Yeah. If you just want to watch fun offenses, Jefferson, come on. That's a great. Let, what's, what was the next one? The Giants at the Niners. Mm, it's not great. Bad. <laughs> it was it was ugly. No, no, no. You're talking about post game. That has no, no, no pre matchup time of year. You're talking about how the game played out. I'm just talking about you look at the schedule before any games were played. That's what we're going. Oh, by. then that one has to go in the good category. No, the, Gi- the Giants stink. You are all you people who didn't watch the Giants talk about the Giants were going to be good. The Giants were going to stink. Hold on year. a second. Neither of us said the Giants were going to be good. What Patrick's point was, he said before the season and based on that, he's correct because the Giants were a playoff team last year and so were the Niners. No, or at least going into the game that we like going into Minnesota, Philly week two, you can't argue with it. If there were, if, if this game was in the late window and it was competing with two other games, you only had two TVs. Would it make one of the TVs? No, but no, (laughs) just go forward on the list. You'll be okay. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Uh, We went Lions Packers in week four. With Jordan love, that's gotta be a no. All right. I actually think it's that not, one was not, better it's not than atrocious, but no. it's not great. I think that one was better than Giants Niners. Uh, but it played out. Ugly. See, wait, you 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 are a prideful man. You're just going to keep on going with the Giants of 40. Your Giants of 49ers a fine match. It's a great TV matchup for the network. Daniel Jones in prime time is a good watch. San Francisco legendary teams. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, da- legend. The only reason the Giants are legendary is because they haven't done anything relevant in 10 years. Wait, hold on. In your lifetime, you've watched your Giants win two Super Bowls. Yeah, when They've was the last plenty. one? 2011, right? Yeah, so I'd I mean, say they haven't been relevant in 10 years. They haven't been relevant. Okay, all right. Next next game. 
Week five, the Bears at the Commanders. Bears Commanders is that's not good. No, no. But I mean, it's a, it's a, it's 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 a like what you're saying is this compared? I think already you're you kind of. Your no, I might be wrong. Premise I might is be not wrong. great. No, I might be wrong. Thursday is the scraps when they go through and and dole out the primetime games. The Thursday night slate, right, boys? That's yeah. going to be the scraps anyway. That's why Al Michaels has no enthusiasm calling these games. Uh, week six was the Broncos at the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, it's not great. I, I'm just bored of the Chiefs, so that would be my issue there. And I'm, and I'm done like trying to talk myself in, into anything about the Broncos. I think, though, when the Chiefs, anytime they could be on a Thursday, Sunday night, or Monday night, I think it's a great thing for the NFL because I think Mahomes is like what Peyton Manning was 10 years, 15 years ago, which is must-see television. Okay, just give me the quickly give me the other matchups. Uh, Jaguar Saints. Gross. Buccaneers Bills. Buccaneers, that's not good. So yeah, we haven't the last couple of weeks, and I don't think the Titans Steelers is getting is making anybody feel anything. So well, this one start, is a gameplay thing. This one is very much like how the game's going to play out, how they like yeah, to play football. <laughs> totally agree. All right, so you talked about it yesterday. I want to give this guy credit. I don't know. It's his name is Joe Pompliano. Okay, so he had this tweet earlier today. I'm going to read it verbatim, boys, and you interrupt me or tell me if it doesn't make sense to you. So he said, it's interesting to see the different approaches that the Dolphins and Chiefs are taking with their travel to Germany. The Dolphins arrived on Tuesday, five days before the game. The Chiefs arrive on Friday, two days before the game. He goes on to say, I've read a bunch of research as it relates to F1 travel, and the general consensus seems to be that if you don't arrive at least five to seven days before the event, you are better off just operating on your normal time zone. That would be plus six hours for the Chiefs, the time difference between Kansas City and Frankfurt. So, for example, the Chiefs players going to bed on Saturday night at 3 a.m. in Frankfurt instead of 9 p.m. in Kansas City. So, 3 a.m. bedtime doesn't sound ideal when the game on Sunday kicks off at 2.30 p.m., especially considering football is much more physical than F1. So we're, we're betters. We're always trying to look for angles. These are human beings with their time clocks. I think there's something to be said about that, right? The idea that the Dolphins are going to get there and have time to acclimate with the body clock and the Chiefs arriving on Friday, not so much, right? I, I- I think it's absolutely an important point. So many people, when they travel, wind up with jet lag or the inability to adjust to the time zone they might be in, especially anything more than three time zones. And you're absolutely right. Now you're going from the central time zone in the United States to central European time. It's a big dynamic in terms of change here. Um, and, and don't forget stateside. We're going to have daylight savings this weekend, so obviously it's not going to impact you there. But it, it all plays into it when you look at you're getting there, you're kind of rushed into the situation. I think Miami took the prudent move by getting there much earlier. Uh, okay. You guys have both taken red-eye flights before. I only fly red-eyes out of here. Yeah, the red-eye flight is always better in theory when you book it. And then when you execute, you think it's a major mistake. The circadian rhythm is real. And trying to beat the moon and the sun and how your body knows where its feet are and how it should be awake and sleeping at certain times, you will always lose that battle. I can't imagine that not getting there earlier isn't the better option here. 
By the way, though, guys, this is a huge game. I mean, when you think about it, we got four teams in the AFC right now at six and two. Kansas City and Miami among two of the other ones, Baltimore and Jacksonville. This could be uh, crucial in determining who's got home field advantage in January, who has that all important buy in the first week of the playoffs. Absolutely. So if we're just using this example, we're showing right now the Dolphins and Chiefs, the Chiefs laying a point and a half. Make sure you handicap, as the big guy said, circadian rhythm into, and the Dolphins should be much more acclimated hanging out in Frankfurt. So just use that as part of your handicap, and I think it's important. By the way, do we donk off an hour this weekend, or do we get an hour this weekend? We gain an hour this weekend. Yeah, it's the good one. Oh, that's money. It's the good one. Here's why. Here's why, because... I've got right now tonight, sunset in Los Angeles at 6 p.m. That means I'm going back, right? So my sunsets are going to be five? Yes. Okay. Every little something, little, little known fact about your boy. Every night, what do I do? I walk down, I take Jeezy and I walk down to the ocean because I don't know if you guys have ever experienced a sunset going over the ocean. Magical. Just being a little sentimental. Now I get to do it five o'clock and earlier. Makes you Not question bad. some things, huh? The sunset? Yeah, it just makes you question if, some if you, things. If you, if you don't think the sun and the ocean are magical, then you're just pretending to be a hard oh, ass right look, now. Because talk whatever up. is happening in front of me every night with those colors is freaking wild. Hey, look, look, the, the consistency of the sun is one of the most remarkable things in the world. I wish I could bet on the sun. Might actually make some money in this gambling thing. The sun is an incredible being. The greatest thing about living in... <laughs> I didn't know I was going to end that sentence. I honestly had no donk. idea. A donk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. The sun indeed is an incredible being. <laughs> You're what welcome. Idiot. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, look, just because I'm in tune with my sensitive side, and go check out the sunset. You two, okay. I, I don't know what you two are doing except playing video poker while I'm out here experiencing the maj- majestic nature of life. Busy getting buff with Nathan, my trainer. Look at that. There, there is nothing better than the water and the sun. It's, it's amazing. Having lived in Southern California, it's absolutely. There's a reason why 20 million people live within 90 minutes of the LA Coliseum and that coastline. There's nowhere to build along. Better than water and the sun? Air conditioning. Fact. Also interesting to learn that the sun is apparently a homo sapien, a being. <laughs> we continue. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, quick break to talk about Zen Nicotine Pouches. Of course, we're always debating who's number one, but Zen Nicotine Pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. You can find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Sharp Money, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Of course, you've got the Steelers hosting the Titans tonight, Thursday night football to kick off week nine. I'm all Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher, former NFL scout. Matt Williamson's going to join us. He's got a busy day as he's going to be on the pregame, of course, there in Steelers Nation radio host at Williamson NFL. I know it's a busy day, Matt, so thanks for joining. Um, Let's start here. The rib for Kenny Pickett. What can we expect out of the quarterback? Where do you think he's at right now? 
Yeah, he's had a, a myriad of injuries really since he's came into the league, which frankly worries me a little bit. He gets thrown around more than you would like, especially after watching Big Ben for all those years. But um, I do think Pickett will be fine. Uh, he practiced in full. He's ready to roll. He's, he's definitely a gamer and has the right mindset. So I'm not real concerned about it for this game. Matt, what's the overall evaluation within the organization or how they see big picture-wise Kenny Pickett? I think that's very much in flux. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, going into the season, I don't think they could have been much higher on him. And personally, from all accounts, very good accounts, he is a very strong leader. He is extremely well-liked. All the mental and tangible stuff are great. But he's taken a step back this year. I mean, there's just no way around it. I mean, he's only started, I think this will be his 20th NFL start. So he's really only, you know, basically coming off of one season worth of starts. But things that I counted on with him, poise, especially accuracy, have certainly fallen off this year. And I think the second half of this season is going to be critical. I would be shocked if he's not the starter on week one in 2024. But uh, that's probably as much leeway as he gets at this point. Matt Williamson, former NFL scout, joining us here with the Titans and Steelers. Steelers laying three. You've got a low total of 37 right now. Does that sound about right? You don't expect too much on a short week from these two offenses, I would imagine, Matt. I don't, but that does seem a little low. I mean, you guys know better than I do. I'm not a betting expert, but that's an unusually low low number. And why I say that is both these secondaries are very suspect. I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick is out. The rest of the, the Steelers secondary, without, besides Joey Porter Jr., who I'm high on, is quite bad, to be honest with you. And we saw Levis you know, take his chances and what he did with Hopkins last week. And I think he'll come back to earth a little bit. And I think Tennessee's protection is going to be a major problem. Cam Hayward comes back. That's a big deal as well. But it wouldn't shock me if the over hit – um, the other thing, too, is the Steelers' offense has plenty of problems. Don't get me wrong. But Deontay Johnson and Pickens are a really good tandem, and I think that they're kind of coming into their own together. And you look at that Titans secondary, too, especially without Bayard, I think it's extremely suspect. And the numbers that they've allowed to outside receivers, guys outside the numbers, are a little startling. And that's where Pickens and Johnson live. Matt, you mentioned Pickens. Uh, when you watch him play, I, I know the numbers aren't there, but this guy appears to be as good as anybody in the National Football League. What is his mindset and mentality? He's got to be extremely fu- frustrated with the lack of opportunities and consistency in terms of receiving the ball. Well, the trend is, first off, his rookie year, he ran more go routes than anybody in the league. I mean, he ran a very not diverse route tree. But you have to remember his last year at Georgia – he was injured for almost the entire thing. So he, that's why he fell in the draft. He's remarkably talented. He is a very, very competitive guy. And he likes to block. He likes to mix it up. He wants the football. And those four games that Deontay Johnson missed, I think he went over 100 yards on three of them. So, I mean, he, he, had, he had three of four very good days. But the days that Johnson has been in this lineup, at least this year thus far, his numbers aren't great. I mean, so there's a direct correlation there. But what has changed over the year or so is if you watch the tape, if you watch the All-22, everyone treated Johnson, the defenses, treated Johnson as the number one. Now they treat Pickens as the number one. So they're kind of just taking what the defense gives them. So he still has a massive impact. 
I would bet that he becomes a star, to be very honest with you, and I don't throw that around you know, you know, willy-nilly. I mean, I think he has a chance to be an exceptional player, and his route tree's much more developed this season. Matt Williamson joining us, Steeler Nation Radio, of course, former NFL scout. So have fun with me here because we always joke about – you know, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren and a little bit yeah. of change of pace. So tonight, Matt, for example, your rush prop on Najee Harris is 45 and a half. OK, and Jalen Warren is 24 and a half. As the outsiders looking in at the Steelers, we always joke that it looks like Najee's kind of running in mud as a scout. What do you see from the player? And should Jalen Warren be getting more of the load? It's a great question. And. I think both offenses tonight are really going to struggle to run the football. I mean, maybe Henry gets there by volume. I think the Steelers get away from it quickly. If you paid attention, last week they played the Jags, who also are a massive pass funnel, and they really didn't try to run all that much. I mean, they didn't win. But I think tonight will be very similar. Instead of running into Jeffrey Simmons with a bad run game, I don't think that they're going to try to run a very high percentage of the time. And trust me, I mean, the – the Steeler Nation is high on Warren, down on Najee, too. I mean, I get asked every day, should Warren get more carries than Harris? And frankly, I understand both sides. I, I, I do think one thing that Harris, he does the heavy lifting. I mean, any if it's fourth and one, he's good at that kind of stuff. He does look like he's running in quicksand, though. He has a very little burst. He has no long speed. People didn't maybe pay attention to this, but he never ran a 40 coming out of college. I mean, there's a reason why, you know. I mean, so he's loved here. He plays really hard, but I think he's very limited. I'd be shocked if they pick up his fifth-year option. Um, Warren gets all the third-down work, and he gets a series here and there early. And that's probably about right. I mean, I think that the 60-40 split in Harris's favor is – where they're going to stay, and I kind of agree with it. Uh, Matt, Chris Boswell is a guy to me that's vastly underrated. I know he didn't have a great year last year going 20 for 28, but this year the only kick he's missed was because the uh, special teams didn't know where to put their hand in terms of lining up and we're in the neutral zone. And the other years, last going back about five years, has been tremendous, but it seems like all the credit in that division goes to Justin Tucker. But Boswell yeah. kicks in one of the toughest stadiums in the National Football League, and all he is is a hallmark of consistency. Am I wrong in saying that he doesn't get the credit, or is he well, well respected with that Steelers team? Well, he's well-respected with the Steeler team, but I think nationally, I mean, half the work I do is, you know, national stuff. He does not get nearly that credit. And I, I don't know much more to add to that, but I have said over the last couple years, with the exception of Tucker, I think he's probably the best kicker of this generation, you know, the last 10 years or so, the 2020s plus. And you're right. I mean, Heinz Field's notoriously a really difficult place to kick. It's called AccuSure now. But um, he had one – he's had two down seasons. One, one year he was fighting a groin the entire year, and then they put him on IR eventually. And last year he was a little off. But he is nails now. I mean, he's worth every penny. Okay, Matt, we'll let you go. Walk us through a prediction and how you think this plays out tonight. We'll let you go. Get back to your regular duties. The Steelers lane three, and here comes the Titans with a rookie making his second start in Will Levis. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the betting public's on top of this stuff, but Tomlin's record versus rookies, Tomlin's record home night games, standalone games, I don't think those things are fluky. Uh, I just think Levis 
is going to come back to earth a little bit and is walking into a really difficult situation, especially with the line that's blocking for him, which I think is maybe the worst in the league or one of. And Highsmith, Watt, Hayward, I think are going to cause problems for Levis. I have the Steelers winning 23-17. 23 might be a little ambitious for me, though. I mean, considering how bad this offense has been. Perfect. Exactly what we needed. Matt Williamson, former NFL scout, Steelers Nation radio host at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Thanks, Matt. Enjoy the game. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks again. Okay. Thank you very much. So he agrees with you, Amal. Lay the three. Yeah, I mean, it it does. The regression for Levis is really what everybody's pointing to with a terrible offensive front and a tremendous front there for the Steelers. I'm not taking anything away from Will Levis's performance in week one. But Patrick, I went back and watched every throw he made, made some tremendous throws. But there were also some throws that he was guys were wide open on. And so it shouldn't take away from his accomplishment. But I think this is a different challenge. Pittsburgh, a more experienced team. You get Cam Hayward back in the mix here. Short week is a big concern for me for a rookie quarterback you go from Nashville now you don't have a home game you're in Heinz Field an important game really for both teams as they kind of try and fight within their divisions uh, Jag excuse me the Jaguars leading the AFC South and Pittsburgh you've got a glut of four teams that any of these four teams get potentially win the AFC North 100% yep well put we'll come back and have our plays for tonight I know the big guy Sunshine over there he's got a couple, he's got a couple of props Night as well. Just an absolute line for the ages from the big guy. The sun is a wonderful being. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, remember, new customers, DraftKings, bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you use that promo code SHARP, S-H-A-R-P. So again, 5 bucks, $200 instantly with the promo code SHARP when you download DraftKings. Make sure you check it out. No sweat, same game parlay every day for all bettors over at DraftKings. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Got you back here. Sharp Money. I'm Walsh Shaw. Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Got plenty of plays, uh, boys, to get to. Uh, Dustin, you sent along uh, some information. Get ready. Almost like Robert Sala or Salah back in the day with San Francisco when he was the defensive coordinator and there was a game and it would just be the focus of the camera would always be on him. Tonight, that's going to be Matt Canada, the much maligned offensive coordinator with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Reason? He's going to move from the booth boys down to the sideline. I have no clue, you know, technically or efficiency wise, if it's going to make a difference as far as the offense there with the Steelers. But I can't remember a coordinator being more clowned and absolutely crushed by a fan base than Matt Canada and the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's it's really fascinating. Did you did you guys see the Halloween costume? It said go as an offensive coordinator as a headset. It's supposed to be Matt Canada. What, what, what was the hook with it? It, it was, was like you have a, a you have like a headset and just like an empty jacket or something. I forgot exactly what it was, it, but it was funny. It was put a headset on a trash can and say "Go as Matt." Basically, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah, but, that is. I don't know if that makes a difference for you guys. The fact that he's going to be on the sideline there. Well, it, they're trying something different at least, right? You can't just keep doing the same thing. But I, look, I I don't know if Matt Canada has a great system if he's good at calling plays because. That offense is just weirdly constructed to begin with. The, the problem has been, and they haven't addressed it, is the offensive line. It impacts the quarterback play. It impacts the running game. And I think it's had a profound impact across the board. And until that improves, it's going to continue to be a problem. Look, there's got to be some deficiencies. I don't think people are making a big deal. I mean, people are up in arms about Matt Canada. The play calling has been pedestrian. But at the same time, I don't think it's completely on him. There's just a lack of ability on that O-line. We didn't mention it. I guess we can quickly. And that is Bobby Knight passed away at the age of 83. We knew he had been ill for the last few years. I I think it's fun. And again, people can't handle social media, especially as they get a little advanced in age. They just don't know what to do on it. It's it's not necessary to jump on social today and explain the paradox that was Bobby Knight. We all understand it's impossible to ignore that there was controversy along with some positive stuff. Don't jump on social and type it out like you're the first one saying it. It's not an original thought. The dude had major issues and he won a lot of basketball games. It's pretty simple. The level of success was wild. Three national championships, won one as a player, um, gold medal in 84, had the undefeated season. And again, you had players that expressed undying loyalty and some that hated him. That's just who Bobby Knight was. It's a very, I guess, complex legacy, but it's not the time to discuss as he passes away at the age of 83. 
Yeah, I think you summarized it perfectly. Complex would be a great word choice to describe him. But you mentioned it. Last team in 76 to go undefeated in college basketball, the Indiana Hoosiers. Remember, Kentucky came close in 2014, but couldn't get over the hump. Also very good in the movie Blue Chips playing himself. Is that what he, he was in, did? Yeah. He play himself in the yeah. movie. I, I love that. that. That to me is like it might be in my top five sports movies of all time. I love that movie. Shaq Penny and Matt Nover. <laughs> it's just wild to see people jump up and be like, you know what? I don't think people have realized it, but <laughs> Bobby Knight, a little bit of a mixed bag as far as perception. <laughs> also, like <laughs> not your place. <laughs> so, what? Like no kidding. Log off. Just log off. It's not going to do you any good. Just log off. Okay. Uh, boys, we got anything? Again, we can go on and on with the trends. Unders at 37 or below. Last four years, hitting at 78%. Primetime unders, last four seasons, hitting at 61%. 72% to the unders this year as far as primetime. The Pittsburgh Steelers is 6-1 and one to the under. Tennessee Titans are 5-2 to the under. 11-3 combined to the under. And since 2010, Thursday night football, 40 or below as far as a total. The under, 17-4, 81%. So, if I think you kind of understand where I'm going with this. It points to the under 37, which is a key number when talking totals betting. Hey, you're absolutely right about that. The other thing I would point out is I played the Steelers earlier in the week at two and a half. I played them up to minus three here, but I would also, and I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to take the under. And the reason why, among the many reasons you just pointed out, Patrick, I think this is one of those games you're going to sit there in the second quarter and go, why the hell did I not bet the under? Even <laughs> if the game gets over, it feels like it's going to be like a photo finish, right? It's going to take some sort of couple of crucial turnovers in each opponent's red zone where you have a short field to be able to score. I just don't see it getting there as well simply because you don't have the quarterback play. The running games are not going to be that effective against these defenses. It's one of, To me, there are certain bets you make based on a number or based on the situation, and if you lose, you live with the result. This under is one of those. Big guy? Yeah, I said it earlier. Mike Tomlin, 23-5 versus rookie quarterbacks. And on the other side, Vrabel, 29-19-1 ATS as an underdog, 11-8-1 run ATS as a road underdog. And I get it. The under makes a ton of sense. I'm staying away from the total. I'm staying away from the side because I do think there is a multiverse where we're we're a few points away from it going over. And Kenny Pickett in the fourth quarter somehow always ends up making some sort of big throw that leads to points. He stinks quarters one through three, but in the fourth quarter, somehow he comes alive and I just don't want to have to lose that way. So I'm going to go with a prop tonight, guys, because I think we all can agree. Derrick Henry is a wonderful being. And his total is set at 71 and a half rush yards. Steelers are 27th in rush yards allowed per game. I think Will Levis gives them more of a vertical threat than Tannehill was, but chucking the ball 29 times with a rookie quarterback on the road in his second start on a short week cannot be the goal for this offense. I think we're going to get a lot of Derrick Henry with the ball in his hands. So they need to protect uh, Will Levis by running the ball more. Henry's gone over 72 yards in three of his last four games, and he's always capable of popping off a 15 to 20 yard run at any point in time. Let's go over on Henry. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wonderful being indeed. He's a wonderful being. Uh, 
Uh, Amal, I think you have a play in the association tonight. Is that I, true? Yes, uh, I do on the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix blew a huge <laughs> lead in the fourth quarter against San Antonio on Tuesday night. 13-point lead in, gave up, got outscored 33-19 to 19 in the fourth quarter. But this is a team that got outscored by 19 points in the second half. Patrick gave up 70 to the Spurs in that game. This is a rare anomaly in the schedule here tonight. You've got Phoenix hosting San Antonio in what is back-to-back games in terms of the schedule for both teams. They played Tuesday, we're off Wednesday, and play again tonight. Uh, I like the Suns here in a bounce-back spot. Even though Devin Booker is listed as doubtful, I think there's a possibility he may play tonight. Phoenix squandered that game. They were laying 7.5 on Tuesday. Now the line, Patrick, has gone from 7.5 to 9, 9.5 right now. Totals around the same at 227. I think the Spurs are going to struggle offensively. If you don't like laying the number at 9, I would look at the under. I don't think San Antonio is going to be able to score 70 again in the second half. I think the Suns lock them down and win this game by double digits. Beautiful. Lay with the Suns. You think the man might have a complex legacy who said, bury me upside down so the critics can kiss my ass. (laughs) That guy might have had some detractors. Yeah, I think so. But I learned that today from Twitter. Definitely sounds kinky. (laughs) Everybody, why do people love to run to social when somebody dies and directly point it back to them and how it relates to them. Remember their worst moment and how it affected me. This is my thoughts on it. Yeah. Like did, can you, you want to just see narcissism in real time. It's somebody passes away and a stranger says, this is how that person impacted me. It has nothing to do with you. Donk nothing. Just go away. Big guy. You could write a book with all you got a minute and a half. You could write a book with all those stories, Patrick. Oh, man, the sun is impressive. Hey, you want to do the top 10 or no? Yeah, I've got one ready. Let's see if we have it ready to go. I can reel it off here. So the new top 10, it was going to be men I wished I looked like, but I kind of like this one better here. We're going to go with my top 10 things that I do in my car. Okay, this is going to be probably going to be disgusting, but go ahead. Just give me at least 10 and 9. I don't do disgusting things in my car. I'm trying to find it here. I thought we were going to have it, but we don't. So this is going well. It's all good. Take your time, man. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't done it in three weeks. (laughs) No, no. It's cool. There it is. Number 10. Listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Okay. Number 9, decompress. Number 8. Good. Sing Country Roads by John Denver. Whenever it's silent in the car, I'll just sing Country Roads. Uh, And then seven, I'm not really a car guy, but every now and then I'll see a car and I'll get envious that someone has a better car than me because my Kia Optimus had this big old dent in the back for about six years on it. Uh, Envy Cool Cars is number seven. Do you ever just sit and ponder the sun? No, because I already know it's wonderful. Okay, Amal, good luck tonight. Dustin, big guy, good luck tonight. Go check out a sunset. We'll see you tomorrow here on Sharp Money. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.